I've got 23 seconds before, before the, the beats, beats kick, kick in. in. Hello, friends. Hi. Listeners. Hello. Mummy. What? Next Monday on the 7th of July, I'm doing a live version of the podcast. Live. You can watch it live. live. It's at London's Soho Theatre. Brett Goldstein will be there. And Andy, Andy Zaltzman. Zaltzman. And Ian. Get tickets now from the Soho Theatre website or joindave.co.uk. Here, Here they, they come. come. Yeah. Wow, wicked beats. 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 Live. Live show. Live. Live. It'll be quite good. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Here we go. Uh oh. And welcome to an unusual edition of Alex Horn Breaks the News. As a couple of listeners have pointed out, these podcasts sometimes contain songs. And when I say songs, what I really mean is masterpieces. They are really good. They're like putty filous, and all the other songs in the world are just like normal yogurts. And so I've been encouraged, exhorted and paid to do a special Alex Horn Breaks the News featuring all the best songs recorded over the past decade by me. And by decade, I mean uh, the last two years, probably. So it's quite a weird situation here. I'm I'm alone in the podcast headquarters. I'm surrounded by empty seats, just over 45,000 empty seats. To my left, I can see the scorer's suite, again, eerily silent. The champagne has not even been opened. The canapes that all my scorers seem to insist on are currently being attacked by rats and strangers. It's an unedifying place to be, so let's get down to business. I'm going to play you the top 13 Alex Horn Breaks the News songs, as voted for by you, the listener. And by you, I mean a specific listener, Joel, who's a nice guy, a very nice guy. He, Joel, has voted for these songs as his top 13. I hope they're yours too, and I also hope that you have some better luck in the future, if you've had some bad luck recently, or vice versa, or whatever. So good luck, everyone. Off we go. At number 13... Uh, It's a song about a man, a mystery man, a mystery man whose identity is revealed in the song. So listen, play along, and then we'll briefly analyse the music. Here we go. I am a vegetarian. I am not Bulgarian. My first name is Steve, and I've got a very famous queen. Who am I? Gotta guess it. Gotta guess it. It's a guessing. Got asked to go on Friends. Friends the they wanted me to sing Smelly Cat, but look quite tense with Phoebe. This is from my autobiography, autobiography. which is called the name is autobiography. Good name. Who am I? Who am I? I? Guess it right now, cause I'll tell you that I am Morrissey. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get Morrissey? Well done. And just uh, to let you in on the magic, to create that song, I basically had to get into the role of Morrissey. I spent a couple of ye- uh, yeah, years pretending to be Morrissey. I moved to Manchester and I grew my fringe out. I didn't do the vegetarian thing, though, because I really like pepper armies. Music-wise, it was basically common sense. Good. So 
I think it'd be nice to immediately contrast that tune with another mystery song. Uh, this time I'm going to give you the name of the man straight away, and all you have to do is guess what that man did. He's called Paul Allen. I recorded the song in November 2013. So what did Paul Allen do? Well, listen, find out. Also, listen out for the BVs, which is what us musicians call backing vocals, because it saves time and we're very busy. The BVs, that's backing vocals, were recorded by the Sugar Babes for this one. All of the Sugar Babes. I, I hired all of the former members of the girl group. That's just over 600 of them. And they sound great on this. They're like a chorus of angels who are quite good at singing. Here we go. Who are you? Who are you? Who? Paul Allen. Who are you, Paul? You're in the news. Which one? But who are you? And which uh, uh, oh, oh dear. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Oh 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 dear me. Paul Allen. Which Paul Allen? Who are you, Paul? Uh Paul Allen. Played football for Spurs. He's not our one! And another Paul Allen. Was an American editor. No! Not that one! He died in 1826. Well, they call me him then. He liked biscuits. Irrelevant. Another Paul Allen Mm. played bass for Hal. Wrong one! But what is Hal? Well, precisely. It's an Irish band. Okay. And there's another Paul Allen. Okay. Who was an American composer. Nope. Yeah. And there's another Paul Allen. Maybe it's this one. Who was an American botanist. No! It turns out that most Paul Allens are from America. The USA. And another Paul Allen. Maybe this time. Was a co-founder of Microsoft. Bill Gates got a lot of the credit. And another Paul Allen. Still not him. Was that German octopus? You remember the guy. He watched the football. He died in 2010. And predicted the score. But our Paul Allen. Here we go. Is from Aberdeen. Aberdeen. And our Paul Allen. He's tall. He's lean. He's a teacher. But he's also a champion. He's a champion. He's the new Scrabble champion. Of the, of U- the UK. Of, yes, of the UK. Of the UK. So a song about a Scrabble champion there. And there aren't many songs about Scrabble champions out there. So I was basically trying to plug a gap in the market. And indeed, that song uh, was number one in the actual charts, probably. I didn't check. Uh, when compiling this list, I did realise that I, I often pen songs, which is another way of saying write songs, about football. So here are a couple of football songs, starting with one about David Moyes, or the beleaguered David Moyes, to give him his full title. This song features violin, layered vocals, and a little bit of acting on my part, which lets it down. Here we go. David Moyes, David Moyes. made an unusual noise. A cross between a burp and a sigh And then a cry of why, oh why, oh Did I take this job at all? They respected me at Everton And then he remembered Oh yeah He earns about ten million quid For less than ten months work And at number 10, we're cracking on with it. Here's one about football politics in the style of Craig David. Here we go. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh, breathy. It is very nice. Good morning. Hello. Or good afternoon, depending. I am a man born in 1959 and since 1999 I've been in charge of football. Yeah, I'm the CEO of the Premier League, you know. I am Richard Scudamore and I've caused an uproar because I sent some little emails. That, that were not, not that nice of females They were vulgar and quite long So let's put them in a song He wrote, you will learn 
over time that female irrationality increases exponentially depending on how many members join your family yeah he wrote Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. And there's more from Goodermore. Here we carried on. That should keep you within the Chinese government's one child per family enforcement rules. Very clever, those Chinese. Richard's Goodermore. And there's more, there's Goodermore. He also forwarded an email from football exec David D. He's a businessman. It's called a male fairy tale, and apologies is not. That clean it goes. Once upon a time, a prince asked a beautiful princess, Will you marry me? The princess said, No! And it's a punchline. It's funny. Good luck. Here we go. And the prince lived happily ever after and rode motorcycles and banged skinny big titted broad. Banged skinny big titted broad. I have to say, I am influenced by other singer-songwriters quite heavily. Snoop Dogg, for instance, got me into recreational drugs. There is one person, however, that I'm slightly embarrassed about liking, and that person I try to both emulate and reveal in this song. Here we go. I am middle-aged. Radio 1 makes me disengaged. The top 40 countdown makes no sense. I prefer actual countdown. There's more suspense. The number ones this year have included songs by Pitbull, Pitbull Clean Bandit, Bandit and Route 94, and DBBS and Duke Dumont, and Five, five seconds, seconds of Summer, and Arlo Black, and Sigma, and Mr. Probs, and Calvin Harris, and Rita Ora, and Second City. I hate all these bands, mainly because I don't understand. Are, Are they, they musicians, musicians or, or DJs or, or just, just children with hands or just sort of high-grade computer programs? I don't want to sound like a grumpy old man, but that's probably what I am. Luckily, this week there's a new number one, and I actually quite like it. It sounds quite nice, although if I'm honest, I'm pretty sure I won't buy it. I never buy music. Still, this is my big confession, but please don't tell no so one of my transgressions. This is bearing my soul. This is bearing my soul to you. Here we go. Everyone. I like Ed Sheeran. I like Ed Sheeran. I do. It's the sort of music I like to hear. I like Ed Sheeran. I don't know if it's actually any good, at least it's inoffensive like a cashew nut. I think Ed Sheeran's music is like a cashew, cashew nut. nut. Quite like it. I'd have it, but it doesn't fill you up. No, it does not. Yes, I do. I do genuinely think that Ed Sheeran is like a cashew nut in every single way. Isn't he, Joel? He is. Shush now, Joel. Okay, well, let's change tack now. I have a letter in my hands from a Judy Maddock. Hello, Judy. She's a listener from Brazil who's been in touch to ask how on earth I wrote the legendary Grocer Awards song. That's a good question, Judy. And I know many of you at home have tried to write tunes covering the thorny issue of the annual Grocer Awards for the best supermarkets or, or whatever. And this one was, in fact, my 80th attempt. And I think the key uh, was abandoning sea shanties, which that was my first approach, and instead embracing 
everyone who I met for a day. I did that uh, for 20 hours. Just I hugged a lot of people, and in the end I got arrested, and then whilst in the holding cell I met a composer who'd been working on music that might be perfect for a daytime animal-based quiz, and that's the music I've used for this, my Grocer Award song. Here we go. In the latest Grocer Magazine Awards, one shot swept the board, winning gold in no less than 16 categories. Who? Iceland? No, but they've got food you can trust. Sainsbury's? No, but you can go there if you must. Was it Tesco's? No, but every little help. Ooh, Waitrose? No, but they've got very tidy shelves. Ah, it was Aldi. The best shop in the country is the one called Aldi. Lots of people think it's the same as Lidl. And Lidl is a German shop too. But Lidl has a yellow logo, whereas Aldi's is mostly blue. Yes, an instant classic, I think. One of my personal top three songs. The other two will come pretty soon. But who cares what I think? What does our resident musicologist think? Yes, well, let's find out. Here he is. It's Thomas Trader talking about that Aldi song. So, Thomas Trader, what do you think of the Aldi song? That's the worst one. Why? Because it was because some of it was talking. It was not. There was all singing. Did you not like the bit where it went, Al, this is Aldi? I didn't like that bit. I disagree with almost everything Thomas Trader says, thinks, or does. But one thing I don't disagree with is Christmas TV because you can't disagree with Christmas TV because it's just. It's just a sort of thing. What you can do, however, is write a song about Christmas TV. And this one was released in early December 2013. And listen out for the requisite sleigh bells, as, as well as all the usual bits and bobs that I do in every single song that I do. There's muttering, there's talking to myself, and there's out-of-tune singing slash talking and a very slight twist at the end. Here we go! You could watch Gangster Granny with David Wally. Well, it's an option, isn't it? Or you could watch Downton Abbey with... No comedian. So actual actors. Sherlock has a Christmas special. Probably. So does Call the Midwife. Almost certainly. And so does Mrs. Brown's voice. Whoops. But there's not one for that line. Which is a tragedy. Doctor Who is probably on probably. Midsummer Murders too. I expect I'm in the The normal. snowman and the snow dog and the queen. It's deja vu. It's deja vu. If you want to watch TV, don't watch these fancy things. Nah, just don't watch the Christmas movies or the characters. From King. Mm. No, I watch Cash in the Attic. That's right. And escape to the country. Brilliant. I like normal deal or no deal and come dine with me. Yes, you do. You love that. You love the commentary. I prefer repeats of Minder than Peter Pan. Well, who doesn't? I turn off Christmas EastEnders to watch World's Strongest Man. It's the best program ever. I mean, You've been just, framed. Yeah. Murder, she wrote. Catchphrase. Neighbours wipe out. These are all good. All good. Eggheads. Heartbeat. Total fishing. Love. Joy. Beatles about. Just repeats, obviously. And if I'm feeling brave, I'll flick over to watch Sky Art. I don't understand but it. But quickly, I'll flick back to watch five and a half hours of dark. Much better. Festive. Christmas. Telly. Is all very welly, but the best bit isn't Christmas, it's the fact you can watch telly. So put on Dickinson's Real Deal, anything, or really. Supermarket Sweet, just, just sit back, sit back, rest your arms, relax, and have a lovely sleep. 
That's what you do. At Christmas! Good. Of course, Alex Horn Breaks the News is definitely a satirical podcast. It's so satirical. It's not just a sideways look at the news. It's a sideways look with eyes narrowed, tongue-cheeked and nose-thumbed. I mean, seriously, it's so satirical. Oh, I mean, sometimes I take on things like the Daily Mail. Wow. So here's a song about the female section of the Daily Mail website made up entirely of headlines and subtitles from the female section of the Daily Mail website in May 2013. Here we go. Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Female Pits! Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Daily Mail, Female Pits! Double denim can look sexy. Rihanna reveals her midriff. Have you inherited your mother's body hang-ups? These daughters had the same plastic surgery. Midsummer murders Fiona. Reveals she's pregnant from a fling with a younger lover. Brawless Jennifer Aniston doesn't need support. She's Brawless! Pregnant Frankie Sanford just can't get enough of chips. Pregnant Fergie from Black Eyed Peas heads to church in tight leather trousers. Former Bond girl Famke wears unforgiving skinny trousers. Donald Trump's ex-wife shows off her sexy bikini body. Shows off her sexy bikini body. Unforgiving skinny trousers. Female pits! Whistling and kazoo in the background of that one. I do like innovation. Some people even call me the innovator, which I like and would encourage you to do also. Back in May 2013, I know what I was doing. I I was inventing a brand new style of songwriting called Twirix, which is where instead of writing your own words, you just nick other people's tweets and force them into the shape of a song. You literally find any subject, either a person or a hashtag, then find tweets that vaguely scan and rhyme, set that to music, and there's your song. I've only done it once because it took far too long. Nevertheless, it's a good one. It's all about Mr. Jeremy Clarkson. These are his tweets and this is his song. Here we go. Oh, when will British Airways realise that babies belong in a hold? It is very, very cold. My first day of filming the new series, the car's broken down. You try dealing with 730 BHP when it's pissing down. I'm not interested in old people's carers. I'm going to have a wee. Michael Winner was the only person in the world who was more punctual than me. FIA have advised drivers not to go out, even though their journey is absolutely necessary. My wee is finished. It was satisfactory. I've just finished a treatment for an item in the next series of Top Gear. My Ebola is now riddled with typhoid. Death is near. My lunch was excellent. Doubtless the mail will tell you all about it tomorrow. People of Belgium! Hello. Umbrella enthusiast, for the love of God, please stop poking me in the eye. About to do QI. If things go badly, I'll bite Stephen Fry. I'd like to have Suarez for dinner one day. Damn it! Risky business is on TV. I have a bit of a thing for Rebecca de Mornay. If you see someone driving a Toyota Prius, wag your finger sternly. Peugeot drivers, if you're holding up a lorry, you're going too slowly. Amazing news! I'm sitting next to the only Belgian in Tooting. Whoever invented pay-by-phone parking needs executing. New Zealand is looking extremely pretty today. Crikey! I now have a million followers. Can't think of anything interesting to say. When will British Airways realise that babies belong in a hold? It is very, very cold. My second favourite song now, all about my second favourite man. Of course, that's that's Luis Suarez, just after Richard Whiteley and before my father. Back in 2013, Suarez was in the news because he bit a man. Well, this year, he's bit a man. So my song is still relevant. That's why I like Luis Suarez. Here we go. If you bite, 
You might ignite a fight if you bite. I might get quite uptight if you bite. You might ignite a fight if you bite. I might get quite up here's some advice if you're a biter here's some advice if you're a Lewis Suarez don't bite Ivanovich unless you're Mrs Ivanovich don't bite a bat unless you're on a bat based diet Mike Tyson don't bite Mr Holyfield unless you're Mrs Holyfield don't bite an apple if a snake tells you to try it Alan Davies don't bite the ear of a homeless man even if you're a really really funny man Vinnie Jones don't bite the nose of a journalist even if he is a pesky journalist Radioactive spider. spider. Bite Peter Parker, but don't bite Sue Barker. In general, you should really know what's wrong and right. If in doubt, just lick. Don't bite. I wonder what Thomas Trader made of that one. Well, how about we ask him? So you've just heard the biting song, Thomas Trader. I think you like that better than the Aldi song, am I right? Yeah, but I don't want to do it my favourite or worst. You don't want to say which one's the favourite or worst? You just want to talk about that song? So what do you think about that song in one word? <laughs> it was... I can't, um, biting. It was biting. Biting satire. Thank you, Thomas Trader. Uh, another song? Yes. Okay. Invaluable insight once again. Just three songs left now. That's gone quickly, isn't it? Especially if you fast-forwarded through the songs. The first of these is a brand new song written for this episode. Sneaky. Yes, I've decided that this one is also an instant classic. It's certainly among my most personal work, and even better, it involves some counting at the beginning. So if you're a fan of me and counting, I sincerely hope you either enjoy it or really, really dig it. Good luck. Oh, and by the way, um, listen out for the final note in this song. It's a new note. It's a P. Here we go. One, two, uh-huh. three. Okay. What, what are you going for here? Four, Four yep. five, oh, here we go. six, seven, 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 eight or nine times every day I get an email asking me about, about the FA. At first I thought it was some sort of joke, but then I learned about another bloke. I happen to know that if you Google Alex Horn, you'll find my face. There won't be any porn, but there's another guy who shares my name and has a somewhat wider fame. He's the executive director of the board of the FA and the general secretary since 2010. May, he serves on the FA's finance subcommittee and UEFA's national team competitions committee. Prior to joining the FA in 2003, he was a chartered accountant. He's different from me. He wears glasses. And this is really weird if you look at his chin. He doesn't have a beard. He also doesn't have a Wikipedia entry, but as far as I can tell, he's older than me. So ever since the moment that I was born, I have always been the other Alex Horn. Oh my word, I the other Alex Horn. That's right, I, I am the other Alex Horn. Joel, did you enjoy that? I did, yes. Why? Um, I enjoyed the P. Did you? Yeah. Did you? No, yeah. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Do it again. Can you do a P? Mm, you did enjoy it. Bye-bye, Joel. Bye-bye. Penultimate song time. And I've always thought that if I wrote an autobiography, big if, uh, I'd probably call it The Other Alex Horn with a subtitle, It Doesn't Matter. Then again, it it probably would have to involve a pun on horn because horn is apparently a hilarious name. So it might be called I Give You the Horn, Blow Your Own Horn, or just I'm Horny, 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 Horny. Uh, And here's a song about how other people name their silly books. Here we go. Here's a list of all the best books Written by 
famous people They're all autobiographies But their names are feeble So I've taken the liberty of changing the titles This should make them sell well as good as those Bibles So there's one by Mo Farah called Mo Farah Mo Good So far so good And there's one by Mary Berry called Mary Berry Nice Food Very very nice there's food one by Sharon Osborne called I'm not a famous cook But I am Ozzy Osborne's wife So please read my book and there's one from Amanda Holden called great. Holden to Your Horses. Huh? And one from Usain Bolt, which also features horses bolting. Then there's one from Alex Ferguson, which is a three. Yeah, three, three different names. Three different names. Fergalicious, Fergie Time, mm-hmm. and Fergville upon Thames. Yeah. I am Rod, eat my life. That's the one from Rod Stewart. And David Jason's one is called I've Never Liked Taggart. Taggart. And there's one from Anne Widdicombe called Anne Widdicombe, MBE. Yeah. And Jennifer Saunders' book is called The Block Book from Jenny. But I've not had to change no. my favourite one. It's the autobiography of Ronnie O'Sullivan. He's a snooker player, but he's also quite cunning. Because he's called his book. What? Running. 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 Mm-hmm. He's called his book Running, but he's a snooker player. It's ridiculous. Brilliant. Running. Well, oh, okay, yeah, it's good. Pun on Ronnie? I guess Don't so. know. I don't know. Running. Running. By Ronnie O'Sullivan. Running! So that was number two, which means it's now time for number one, because we've been counting backwards, if that seems confusing. And this is both my number one and Joel's number one, and maybe Thomas Trader, although as you'll hear after the song, we did have something of, of a falling out after this one. Uh, The number one song is uh, both newsy and quite heavy. It's based on an article I read in the Mirror. It features Jacko, who is, of course, Joel... Jackson Pollock? No. Jackson... 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 Jacksonville. Michael Jackson, who was a singer and an animal owner from the 80s and 90s and 70s. I hope that I've reflected both aspects of his life in this, my number one song. It's called The Michael Jackson Song. Here we go. Michael Jackson owned animals when he was alive But then something happened and Michael Jackson died So where are all the animals that Michael used to own? Listen and I'll tell you, cos this is what I know His tiger called Thriller died of lung cancer last year His elephant called Gypsy seems to have disappeared Two of his giraffes have died suspiciously, it's feared Muscles, his massive snake has also disappeared and Bubbles, his chimp is now 27 years old He's a bit depressed in Florida, at least that's what I'm told I got this information from the Mirror's 3am bit They called it Weird Celeb News for the love of gossip We love gossip, even if it's about some tragic animals So Thomas, that was the Michael Jackson song What were your first impressions? Um, it was good It was good, wasn't it? Uh, listed some animals there did you feel sad about the animals? No. No, fair enough. And what, what do you, how do you feel about Michael Jackson? I don't know him. You don't know him? Is he before your time or after your time? Before. Before your time. And so you've heard the top three songs. They're the Michael Jackson song, the Aldi song and the Biting song. Which one is your favourite? Mm, biting. The Biting song. And why is that? Because it's biting. Because it's biting. Who have you bitten? Nobody. Good boy. Just food. Sorry, not boy. Good man. Just food. Okay, and lastly, what do you think... Well, the POTUS egg boy, because I'm not a man yet. Are you not a man yet, Thomas Trader? Yeah. I thought you were 48. Because I'm just five years old. Excuse me, you're just five years old? You told me you were 48 years old. I didn't, I was five. Well, I well, how come I'm paying you so much money to do these interviews? 
What was that? <laughs> Thomas Trader, what was that? <laughs> a fart. You did a fart during an interview? <laughs> and you're not 48, you're actually five? Yeah. Well, this is dreadful. Well, thank you anyway, Thomas Trader. Can you give me marks out of ten for the song? So, out of ten, how many would you give the Aldi song? Twenty. Okay, and out of ten, how many would you give the Biting song? One hundred. And finally, out of ten, how many would you give the Michael Jackson song? One. Okay, and do you think I've got a, a future in songwriting? No. What have I got a future in? Nothing. Thank you, Thomas. What shall I do now? Nothing. And what are you going to do now? Everything. Thank you, Thomas Trader. I will see you next week, is that right? I can already see you, and you can already see me. No, I know, no, I, know I can still see you at the moment, but I will see you again next week, is that right? Like you always see me. Yes, because we do our interviews and you're 48 years old. No, I'm not. I'm well, fine. Well, that's a matter of opinion. Now, thank you, Thomas Trader. Goodbye. Oh! So that's it. A very disappointing way to end the song special. I do apologise for ending it on such a negative and flatulent note. But as Mozart once said, you sometimes do have to end your music on a negative and flatulent note, especially if you're doing a podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being Joel. Joel. Hello. Goodbye. Here we go. I have broken news And I have broken news We have broken news Thank you for listening This is the end bit There's just a glissando left now Now That was the glissando bit goodbye Alex Horn Breaks the News is a Pixiu production for Dave and it was produced by Joel Porter I've got 23 seconds before, before the, the beats, beats kick, kick in. in. Hello, friends, Hi. listeners, Hello. mummy. Whoops. Next Monday on the 7th of July, I'm doing a live version of the podcast. Live. You can watch it live. live. It's at London's Soho Theatre. Brett Goldstein will be there. And Andy, Andy Zaltzman. Zaltzman. And Ian. Get tickets now from the Soho Theatre website or joindave.co.uk. Here, Here they, they come. come. Yeah. Wow, wicked beats. 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 Live. Live show. Live. Live. It'll be quite good. <laughs>